You're listening to another Mariners podcast by the fans and for the fans with news and views on the Claret and Blues. Have a listen. Over the last few months, Mariners podcasts have featured key individuals involved in the club. Managers Lee Picton and Graham Fenton have given us their view from the bridge at regular intervals. Chairman and owner Jeff Thompson has shared with us his vision for the club's future. And the scourge of non-league goalkeepers, Gavin Cogden, gave us an insight of what it's like being part of the first-team squad in a club that's on the up. More of those to follow, but now for something completely different. For a non-league club, the Mariners fan base is massive. Our home gates are the envy of clubs much higher up the pyramid, and its tentacles spread across the world. I spoke recently via Skype to Eduardo Werner, a young Brazilian fan, 6,000 miles and a hemisphere away, whose following of the club is becoming legendary. Eduardo. Hey, hello. Ah, perfect. First time. Hola. Oi. Oi. Como vai? Vou bem, você? I don't know anymore. <laughs> right, tell me about yourself. You're 17, right? No, I'm 18. Oh, you're 18 now. And you go to college. What course do you do at college? Uh, I study uh, international relations. Oh, wow. Do you want to be a politician? <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> Excellent. A diplomat, I don't know. That's interesting. Your interests outside of college are football, obviously, mm-hmm. and writing about football. Geography, history. Yeah. Did you learn English at school? Obviously you did. Yeah, we learn English in school here in Brazil, but nobody really learns English from school because it's not that good. So mm. people usually go to private English schools yes. to learn English. Did you do but that? I, I didn't go to a private English school. I learned basically... With music and the internet, online video games, YouTube, watching a lot of foreign YouTubers and TV series also. Because your English is very, very good. I don't think my my spoken English is very good. I I never speak English. So I just listen a lot. Mm. So I think my my listening is very good. It it must be. I can understand you perfectly, but when I speak, it's not that good. I would disagree with you. I think your spoken English is very, very good as well. <laughs> thank you, thank you. But how do you manage... To, do you listen to our podcasts? Yeah, I, I'm not, uh, I don't really listen to uh, a lot of podcasts because I think most of them are, are too long, you see. So, but by, I, I try to listen when I can. Because I would think that if you listen to the podcast, you would find the language very quick with the Geordie mm-hmm. accent... Which must make it more difficult for you, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah but I can understand most of, of what you say, yes. You're 6,000 miles away. Mm-hmm. You're in a different hemisphere. The mm-hmm. only common factor that we have is football mm-hmm. and South Shields yeah. Football Club. Tell me the story. How did you first spot South Shields and become interested uh, in it? Okay, so I watch English football since uh, 2014, mm-hmm. I think. It's not that very long since uh, I started watching. And I started to watch with the Premier League, obviously. obviously. Yes, yeah. So when I first started to watch the Premier League, I got interested in Man United. So some, I don't know, two years later, I discovered 
FC United of Manchester. Yeah. Yeah. And I discovered non-league football uh, through FC United of Manchester. So then I st uh, in the next months and years I got every time more interested in non-league football and I started to to write in a blog here in Brazil yeah. called Blog 433. Yeah, I've seen it, yeah. Uh, about English football, about non-league English football and football league also. Yeah. Not the Premier everything outside the Premier League. I write in this blog. That's fascinating, it really is. It's just, was it the story that you saw with South Shields? Championship after championship after championship and still going well. It's a bit of a fairy story, really. Okay, the first time I met South Shields was in a, in a video. Yeah. That one guy, uh, he was a, he's a groundhopper, YouTuber. Yeah. He went to a South Shields match, which was against Team Solent. Yeah. Oh, yes. Vaz, yes. Yeah. Uh, Southampton, Team Solon Southampton. That's right. And you brought like so many away fans from all the way from the northeast, and I got very impressed because there was so many South Shields fans there. So I got really impressed, and that that was the first time I saw the club. Mm -hmm. That was the yeah. one where Julio scored the fifth goal from about the halfway line. Yes. Yes. The, the next time I saw South Shields was after the FA Vaz final. I didn't watch the, the final, but I saw that you brought like 15,000 to mm -hmm. Wembley. Mm -hmm. And once again, I got very impressed because I always liked uh, football clubs that had a lot of support, away fans and, and that kind of stuff. So the South passion. Shields got me very inter mm -hmm. interested because of these two specific games. But um, that... That time was just it. I, ju I just got interested in the club, but I didn't go very into the club. Yeah. So one day I was writing to this blog that I said before, and it was just after the Darlington match in the yeah. FA Cup. Yes. And I, and I saw a photo of the away fans, and once again there was like, I don't know, 500, many, many Subshoots fans. Yes. So I asked on Twitter, I don't know where exactly, but I asked how many fans were there, South Shields fans were there. And one page called All Things Mariners, oh, yes. they answered me very very nice. They said that were, there were 500 South Shields fans around there. And I said, oh, that's very nice. I'm going to use this information on my, on my my blog. And they said, oh, you, could, you could enter our Facebook group and share your post there. And since then, because of that match, I got into the, the Facebook group mm. and then I started to follow South Shoots every mm. match. That's a great story. I can understand why you were interested because, it, it, as I said yes. before, it's a bit of a fairy story. It's almost, it's almost not true uh, how well we've done. But what also impresses me is that you, social media, you have to use social media these days, Facebook, Twitter, etc. But you started off at Brazil Shields a month yes, ago and you've got 1200 followers so far yes that's, that's incredible <laughs> yeah I, I started the, this account on the 3rd of January yeah 2019 which is my birthday also and I started just like a, a, some personal thing uh, I was not intended to get a lot of followers and South Shields fans here in Brazil I just wanted to post about South Shields Mm -hmm. In Portuguese, yeah, just for me uh, actually, yeah. And 
and it got a lot of subscribers, uh, followers. Yeah. So that's very good. Actually, it got to twelve hundred. Yeah. I, I I struggle with if numbers a little bit in English. Sorry. Um, okay, that's good. Because so it, it got yeah. to twelve twelve hundred uh, because of one particular post that I, I retweeted with another account that I that I that I have, which is called Curiosidades Premier League Premier League Curiosities in Portuguese. Yeah. Which it has eighty thousand followers, I guess. I'm not the owner of that account. I just post. Yes. I'm one of the, the people that post there, and this post that I made in South Shields, Brazil was, I said, 2015-16 season, champions in the in the tenth tier. 2016-17 season, champions in the ninth tier. 2017-18 season, champions in the eighth tier. And then the current season, we are top of the league. Which it was just after the the, the Farsley match. Yes. And. And I say that we are going up again, and this post now has like more than two two thousand likes, I guess, and a lot of retweets. Yes. And, and that was because I retweeted with the other account, so we got a lot of we reached a lot of people. So people and because of that 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 post, uh, my my followers started to to grow. Yeah. So people retweeted it and followed you as well. That's. Because we started a Twitter account for at, at Podcast Mariners, and we've got, when I look just now, we've got 269, but that uh -huh. was from the middle of November, and we thought that was good. <laughs> so, well done. How on earth do you find time to study? Because you must be on social media and writing yeah. for the blog all the time. You just fit it in. Yeah, actually, last year... Well, in college it got a little harder, so I had to, to stop. I, I, I stopped with the, the blog and I stopped yeah. with the, the, the that Twitter account that I said mm. about the Premier League. But now that I'm the summer break here, yeah, uh, uh, I, I'm back again. Good. <laughs> You're catching up. <laughs> yeah. Talking about the blog, Blog433, I've had a look at that, and it's kind of the whole of world football on one site, yep. isn't it? And now including non-league, thanks to yourself. I mean, how many contributors are there to that site? Our Facebook page has over 100,000 likes. Yeah. And we have a Facebook group about the, the blog. Yeah. Which is um, football in general. It has around uh, 17,000 yeah. members also. So anyone from that group can write to the blog. Mm. It just have to be well written. Yeah. But I don't know, we have like, I don't know, uh, 10 to 15 people that uh, write Regularly. all the time yeah. to the blog. But anyone from that group can write. Yes. So when you, when you write for the blog, it's not just about South Shields. It's about anything in football that interests you. Could be yeah. Manchester United, could be FC United, Manchester, etc. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. That uh, that series about English football that I write, there is around forty-five text uh, articles, I guess. Wow. Because I used to write uh, every week about the week before in non-league and football league football. But I, I also wrote other stuff, like I, I did an interview with a Brazilian player that played in England. The very low divisions and some other diverse 
football texts mm. that are not English related, English football related. I think you should be a sports journalist and not in international relations. <laughs> you may be able to use them both together. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. Back to Cell Shields. If you were here now, which person yeah. from the club would you most like to meet and talk to? Now, that can be anybody from the past. It could be Julio, it could be management, it could be the owner. Who would be the first... Per if I said to you, you can interview one person, talk to one person, who would it be? From <laughs> players, from the, the current squad, mm -hmm. I think uh, Carl Finnegan. Carl. He seems like a nice guy. Yeah. But um, I don't know, actually... All the fans, actually, that I, I met in yeah. the, the social media and Facebook, yeah. I would like to meet them yes. personally. Well, it would be good if you could come over here, but I know uh, it's, a, it's a long way, isn't it? So it would be very yeah, expensive, yeah. I would think, but it would be great to see you, it really would. But I mean, Well, that, there was once a, a, a Brazilian fan, he was a Blythe Spartans fan. Oh, was he? He went to Blythe in 2014, I guess. Yeah. But he already lived in Europe, I think. Ah. So it was easier. easier for him. Yeah, yeah. So, Eduardo, how do you think... You've been following our progress. How do you think the season yes. has gone so far? A very good season. Actually, we're doing better than I thought we would. Because mm. I'm following since the, the last season. Yeah. And I thought, I thought we were going to be, like, the mid-upper table. Yeah. Maybe playoffs. But... We are currently in second place, yeah. but we are, we are one match behind War Warrington. That's right. And I think we are going to win the league. Yeah. After Excellent. that, that's Farsley match. Yeah. The last one at home, the Dylan Morris won for us at yeah. the last very, very last minute. Before that, I, th I thought we were going to maybe win the league, try to beat Farsley. But after that win, we're, I think we're very in very a very good position now yeah to, i to think we may look back at that fastly celtic match and think that was the one that we had to win yeah um yes I, I think we will win as champions again i don't think we'll be in the playoffs i think we will win as champions and we're only second now because of one goal difference one goal same number of points and we've got the game in hand yeah well i agree with you but I, but i would agree with you wouldn't i <laughs> So, other English teams you've mentioned, uh, Man United, FCUM, do you, because of what you've seen of South Shields and other non-league teams, if you lived here, do you think you would be going to the big games? Because it's very expensive. You yes. don't get to connect with the club, really. You have to sit in the same seat. You know. Do you think you would be a non-league supporter or um, go to some of the big Definitely. games? Yeah. Yeah, non-league is probably what I, I, I like the most mm. in English football. It's much yeah. more friendly, yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, is there a non-league system in Brazil? Yeah, our football league uh, system is kind of different from the, the, the English one. Mm. And we don't have like a, a properly non-league football because we only have four national divisions yeah. in our football pyramid the first the second the third and the fourth divisions they are they are all nation nationwide divisions yeah. and 
apart from the these leagues, we have the state championships. Each of the 26 states in Brazil have its own championship. Yeah. That happens um, on the, at the start of the season from January because our season starts in January and ends in December. Yeah. It's uh, the these state championships usually start in January and go to May. Mm -hmm. And so there's a big chunk of the season that is for the state championships. Mm -hmm. And we, we have this kind of championships, the, the state ones, because back in the days, in the 1920s, 30s, 40s, uh, it was very difficult to travel to another state in Brazil because mm -hmm. it's a very huge mm -hmm. uh, country, right? So these local tournaments were the ones the very popular ones and the big championships yeah. and and through the years they started to lose their their importance because of the the nationwide leagues that started in the the 60s yeah. so now this kind of state championships they are very traditional and you can play your local rivals and uh, small teams from from your state but it's starting to lose its importance a lot of people say to end this kind of local tournaments so to qualify for the the fourth division you your team has to do well in the the state championship uh, each state has its own uh, number of of teams that go to the the fourth division yeah so the best teams that that they are not in the first, second, and third division go to the fourth, the fourth division. So, if a team does not go well in the state championship at at the start of the year, they have the the rest of the year with no no league to play. And some of the the state states have second and third and fourth state championship divisions. So that's our non-league, let's say, the state championships and the lower divisions of the state championships. Yeah. For example, my city here, the team from my city, it's in the second division of our state championship. So it has to get promoted this year to the first division of the next year. And then it has to go well in that year, that year's championship, state championship, to qualify for the fourth division. Of the then national it has to league. get promoted from the fourth division to the third division. Yeah, right. So the the national league is uh, four divisions as we have yes. in the English football league, and then um, each state has its own leagues as well. Yes. So they would have to do. And let's say in the in the state leagues, if you come first in the first division of the state league, are you then automatically promoted to the fourth division of the national league or not? No, because the big teams from the first division uh, in Brazil, they also play these state championships. Ah. And they, it's like a, a title, you, you play with your local rivals. So the small teams that come from like fifth and sixth in that league, they go to the fourth division in Brazil. Hmm. So tell me, I asked you when we spoke the other day about, um, is there another team in Brazil who has, or who are doing, something like South Shields has been doing in the last three or four years and we talked about yes. Chapecoense. Yes. Could you tell me yes, about Chapec that? Yes, they are, they are from uh, one of our neighbour 
states here. Yeah. You know, from my state, I'm from a state called Paraná in the southern Brazil, and they are from one state south of, of, of me. Yeah. They were in the fourth division a few years ago. I don't remember the year exactly. And then they got promoted to the third division, and then to the second division, and now to the first division. Uh, I don't know, like four years ago, I think they got promoted to the first division, mm. and they haven't been relegated since then. So I think they are the best example of team progressing to the through the pyramid. Mm -hmm. But this is the national pyramid, isn't it? Yes. Yes. I mean, we all we all know about the tragedy that that happened to the club, but they have yes. managed to stay. Uh, despite the number of players they lost, they've managed to stay in the first division of the National League. Yes. That's great. Yeah. And yeah, they won the, the Copa Sul-Americana, which is like the Europa League equivalent. Yeah. In 2016. Was it three years ago, Craig? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I mean, you know all about um, Project EFL, which is... Yes. Our, I, I'm, I'm probably telling you something that you know already but you know project efl was launched last year and the aim is to get onto the bottom step of the english football league which is yes. league two and that sounds a bit yes. odd it's the fourth step but it's league two yes i mean you obviously know as well um how difficult that is not just in terms of getting the right players but also it needs to meet the requirements and the needs and the regulations of the Football League, you obviously need to do something with the stadium, number of seats, all that sort of thing. I've heard about uh, Project EFL, yes. Yeah. And it's a very ambitious project to get to the, the Football League. It's definitely very hard, mm. especially because there are only two promotion spots from the, the National League to the, the League Two. That's right. And we have to be a professional club which we aren't uh, now no. and to, you have to meet the, the stadium criterias about the, the minimum regulations yes. yeah. and I've heard that the, uh, Jeff Thompson has its own has its project to expand the stadium to build a new stand um, so that's very good because the ground is already being expanded since the last three years since we, we've been back to, to Mariners Park that's right Yes, I mean, the, um, I think there was a video on Twitter a few days ago of one of our first games back at Mariners Park in 2015. Yep. And uh, looking at it now, in fact, Jeff Thompson actually commented, you might have seen it, I can't believe the difference between what it was then. And it wasn't that long ago, it's only three seasons ago. But yep. there's a limit to how much you can do to this ground Yes. Um, if we are going to continue rising up, up the divisions and up the leagues. But it's exciting. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else you want to say? Because I, I have to say, um, Jeff Main was the first person who contacted you, I think. I know Jeff very well. And yes. he sends his regards. I know a lot of people, not just on social media, but personally, who would love to see you at the ground. Um, and, and that's <laughs> easier said than done, though, isn't it? Um, it yeah. really would be. Um, I said to somebody quite recently, when we look at the best attendances on a certain Saturday, South Shields is always way up the top. Mm -hmm. And it could be the crowd at a South Shields home game could be 
three times more than the second best attendance. Yes. And it's almost like, why? Because, I mean, you know South Shields, way in the past, about 100 years ago, we're in the second division, we played Chelsea, we played Man United, we played Spurs, etc., etc. And it's almost as if what's happening now has reignited, set fire to the need to have a big club in South yes. Shields. And it's difficult because, of course, on one side we've got Sunderland, who aren't doing that well, or they're better than they were. Yeah. And on the other side, we've got Newcastle, so it's... Um... Yeah, but I, I can see South Shields becoming a, a football league club. We are having, like, 1,500, our current uh, average attendance, mm. which is almost uh, the same as the some of the League 2. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's, a, it's a wonderful story, and do you know what I mean? Yeah. One thing I like about South Shields as well is that we're not making the mistakes that other clubs have made. You know, Jeff Thompson has come in with money, but he's not throwing money at everything. He's saying to the club, yes. you have to pay your own way. You have to be sustainable, if you know what that means. Sí. So yes. there are so many initiatives going on. We're getting children interested. The players yes. are going out to um, two schools a week. Schools, giving yeah. out I, I, I see that on the social media. Yeah. The players going to local schools, that's great. I went to one two weeks ago and it was it was really, really good. It's good practice for the players as well, I think, because um, in non-league there is a definite connection between the team and the fans that you don't yeah. get up there, if you know what I mean. So yes. you haven't been to the United Kingdom or Europe before? No, no. no. not yet. Never left Brazil, actually. Haven't you? It is a big country, no. though, isn't it? It's massive. Yeah. These teams in the national, the four national divisions must have, and we think that we have to travel a long way to go to Southampton, but the the, the transport cost must be Yeah, uh, I don't know exactly how many clubs play in that fourth division, but they are split into groups first. Regional. Local groups, regional groups, yeah. and then they progress uh, to a knock, knockout stage. And but the final, for example, is nationwide. Yeah. So a team from the very north of Brazil can play some of the very southern Brazil clubs. But even in the the first division, for example, we can play here at my city. Like in the winter, mm. it does not. It, it doesn't get too cold. But let's say we play in the Wednesday night here in my mm -hmm. city. I don't know three degrees Celsius. Yeah. And in the next Sunday, we get to play a team from the northeast of Brazil, 35 degrees in the afternoon. <laughs> it's difficult. Yeah, yeah. Yes, because because your country is so big, you've got such a variation of temperature but, and, and weather between the north yes. and the south. Yeah, incredible. I'd just yes. like to say, Eduardo, thank you very much indeed for talking to me today. And just to let you know, it's it's Tuesday night now. Um, within 24 hours, this should be on the Mariners Podcast Twitter page and, yes. and retweet it. So obviously, we'd like you to retweet it for South Shields. I would So I'd just like to wish you all the best, Eduardo. Thank you very much Thank indeed you. for your support. And please continue to do that and spread the word about the mighty Mariners. But listen, Eduardo, that, that really has been good. Thank you very much indeed for that. Up the Mariners. <laughs> Up the Mariners. 
I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Eduardo will go far, and he's not alone in his international support for the club. Let's hope we can get him to Mariners Park in the not-too-distant future. He's earned it. Thanks for listening to this Mariners podcast. There'll be another one along soon before you can say Julio Arca. Yeah.